Welcome to Me and Mary Jane with your host, Patricia A. Patton. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Patricia A. Patton, a.k.a. Canna Boomer, and welcome to this episode of Me and Mary Jane. We are welcoming Otha Smith III. He's the founder of Tetragram, which is a smart mobile platform that empowers cannabis and CBD consumers with the ability to track, rate, and share their personal experiences. Um, In addition, Tetragram provides dispensaries, cultivators, and medical professionals with the ability to advertise, connect, and engage directly with consumers. Welcome, Otha. Hey, thank you for having me, Patricia. Yeah, thanks for making time. I um, have been thinking about this. I downloaded the the app myself because I wanted to, you know, have like the look and feel of it. I was reminded of being somewhere a couple years ago. And um, someone entered the room and said, just tell me what to smoke. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> and I thought, okay. <laughs> so here's a reason, you know, here's a product that addresses that very concern. But before we jump into that, let's talk briefly about how you came to do this. For my listeners who may not know, um, first of all, what Tetragram is or how you got to the space of having to really make this. Yeah, 100%. And uh, again, thanks for having me on today. I'm really excited to uh, share my journey and my feedback with you on what got me here. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, I was involved in a pretty tragic car accident in 2006 that you know, changed the trajectory of my life. Um, I've always been a very holistic plant-based person, um, but once I was involved in this car accident and then later released from the hospital, you know, I was just given a, a trash bag full of different pills, opioids, in order to help address my pain. Um, and after a couple of years of using these prescription pills, I was just like, this is not the life I want to live. Um, we clearly know how damaging prescription pills can be to a person Uh, not only physically, uh, but just their whole world can be turned upside down through the use of prescription pills, addiction, and so forth. And um, so I took that moment and said, you know, enough is enough of using these prescription pills. And I just jumped into using cannabis to help treat my my back pain, as well as the migraines that I suffered from um, that car accident, because I, you know, suffered a TBI as a result. And so, you know, I've always been a fan of cannabis throughout high school and college. So once it started to become legal, you know, I thought I knew everything there was to know about cannabis, like a lot of people. And, uh, you know, went into a dispensary for the first time here in Maryland when they uh, got their program uh, off the ground. And, um, you know, that's when I was completely blown away by all the different consumption methods to choose from, um, all the different strains to choose from, because, you know, as you know, in the legacy market, you, you know, you don't have that much of a selection. It's just like the guy might have one or two options and it's like, take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, that's what a plug is, huh? Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, terpenes and cannabinoids, you never hear that. And so, uh, you know, that's when I understood that there's so much more to this amazing plant 
And throughout my journeys of, you know, visiting different dispensaries and talking to doctors or other customers, you know, one thing that was synonymous was you got to keep a journal, you got to write it down because, you know, cannabis affects everyone differently. And given all these products you had to choose from, there's no way you're going to remember which product you really liked or which one you didn't. And so that's, that's really was the halo effect for me and said, all right, well, I understand the importance of a journal in this industry, but why not do it on our phone? And that's what led me to where we have Tetragram today. I, I looked up, I mean, I know as a writer who has journaled really for 50 years or since I was a little girl, um, that it sort of holds you together, you know, mentally and otherwise, you know, just you, you're not necessarily sharing with the world, but I just looked it up to see why does journaling work? And I don't know who this, oh, this is a journal for mental health. It says the journaling helps control your symptoms and improve your mood by helping you prioritize problems, fears, and concerns. So if you track any symptoms from day to day, you can recognize triggers and learn ways to better control them. Uh, I wouldn't have said that, but when I think about it, I can see how having you know the ever-present app to be able to do that would really be a timely response to um, this problem, you know? Yeah, I mean, exactly right. I mean, journaling is nothing new. Uh, like you mentioned, like you journal as um, from a child all the way to, you know, and still journal to this day where, you know, you write down your thoughts, feelings and stuff like that. You know, there's plenty of apps out there. There's fitness apps where people journal, you know, what workouts they're doing. There's apps out there where people journal uh, what food they're consuming. And so, you know, when it comes to cannabis, like the aspect of journaling is nothing new. And you, you just highlighted that it's something that, you know, as we journal and start to document our experiences, whether that be cannabis or health or food, you know, it helps us be more enlightened to what is working, um, what, what is best with our body, our temple. Um, and so this is just another play just in a different industry. Yeah. Sometimes I think that um, as an entrepreneur, you know, you, you push yourself to try to come up with something that is brand new, you know, right. you know, like there's, there's always that, like you think that that's the, but this for me is just, when I say simple, it's easy to understand. It makes perfect sense. And it also addresses the question, how do I figure out what's best for me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. Uh, there's, I tell people that when I give uh, talks at uh, universities or just, you know, anytime I'm on a platform such as this, where, you know, people are always asking, like, I want to get into the industry. What can I do? And that's one of the things I tell them is like, don't look to reinvent the wheel. There's a lot of things out here that can always be uplifted and, um, you know, made better. And so that's, you know, where my premise came from. I saw that there were some journaling companies out there. Um, and I just took that approach and said, this is areas that it can be improved um, just so it could get more scalability and adoption. So you're exactly right. And so uh, don't beat your head up against the wall trying to <laughs> reinvent the wheel. Just find something that's out there and make it better. So, all right. And then how did you actually do that? Are you an engineer? Are you, um, I mean, <laughs> what skills did you bring to bear to actually, you know, envision how you could scale the idea? Because I think that's really the trick with the whole thing. It's like, I know how to create things, but I don't know how to scale. 
that's right. really what I'm learning, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, so, I mean, a lot of people don't know this. A lot of people, I mean, Tetragram in a sense is an overnight success just because it's only been out in the marketplace about a year, year and a half. But, you know, all that being said, like my skill set has always come from, you know, the ability to scale a business, build a business. But I had, I spent three years in college as a computer programmer because my father was one. So I knew enough to be dangerous, but in no way, shape or form did I have the skills necessary to build out Tetragram. And so when I came up with the idea for Tetragram back in 2015, you know, it took me close to two years to find business partners that you know, shared the vision for that I had, um, had the same passion that I had, um, and, you know, had the right skill set. And so, you know, over that course of time, I was fortunate enough to find my now business partners, but, you know, it's not something I was able to do myself. It's just, you have to find people who believe in what you're doing and, um, you know, bring that skill set necessary to bring it to fruition. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that for a moment, not in the specifics, but just, as um, you know, because there's so much conversation about um, social equity, but I don't, you know, the real question is how does that actually take place? So let me, and we know that it's not a destination in and of itself. It's on the way to a better world, really. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Uh, But so, for Tetragram, what does equity mean in that space? What did, how does it, what does that look like? Uh, for me, I mean, with Tetragram, you know, it's, you know, it's, we're probably one of the few minority owned cannabis tech companies in the space. I mean, you know, if you look at the industry as a whole, there's only two, 3% of this entire industry that is occupied by people of color um, or women owning businesses. And so, you know, I look at myself and we see um, how we're inspiring people, which I never thought would <laughs> ever be something I'd be doing people to people, inspiring people. But, you know, through the work that I'm doing with Tetragram, it's really showing other, you know, black and brown brothers and sisters that there is an opportunity to make it in this world, um, especially within the cannabis industry. Um, it just takes fortitude and, you know, you got to have that passion and never give up. So, you know, when I look at equity, this industry needs it so badly. And, you know, if I can utilize my platform in order to encourage more people to, you know, get involved in this industry, then, you know, that makes me sleep well at night. But, you know, when we look at this equity and stuff in general, like the data that we collect can really help uh, minorities even more so. And we can target them to say, listen, man, cannabis is not something you just use to catch a buzz, but, you know, there really is a lot of medicinal value here. And, you know, that's a microphone that I'd gladly hold any day to try to get more people of, you know, who look like me into this space. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that what's beautiful, one of the things that's beautiful about your product, the app is that you can, you don't have to tell people, you know, you don't have to sell people on what it's, potential efficacy is, you know, because really, if you're slightly interested, you can use it yourself and see, determine, you know, whether or not it helps, or you can decide with whom you want to share that information to help you move further along, you know? Yeah. And that's something that was really huge for me because, you know, I think cannabis is, 
you know, hands down the most communal plant in the world. Like it's always enjoyed with other people. Um, it's always discussed and shared. I mean, I, I don't know of any other plant that people share photos of more than cannabis. And so, you know, we wanted to foster that, foster that, uh, that approach in Tetragram where, you know, Tetragram is HIPAA compliant because, you know, I'm a medical patient. I made sure that the two partners of mine that I brought into this were patients as well so that they can have a clear understanding of the pain points. And, um, you know, data privacy is something that is very uh, important to all of us. And so we wanted to design the platform in a way that you're always controlling the experience. It's up to you to say, yeah, I want to share my review anonymously with others on the platform. Um, because that sharing ability is tapping right into the communal side of this plant, which is, you know, I like this product. Hey, Patricia, try this product. Maybe you like it too. Um, and then that helps us educate each other about what might be potentially good for X, Y, and Z. And, and that, you know, that just takes on a life of its own. I think that for um, a market for whom I have a great affinity, being a part of that uh, um, demographic myself or older folk, I mean, we definitely, this is like, you know, um, what do they call it? Uh, a value add for us. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a value add for us because, you know, in conversation, if we um, can no longer sleep for seven hours straight, you know, maybe we're in bed for 10 and we get the seven, but, you know, to just get that seven straight out where you pass out and like, boom, you're in deep REM. We can begin to understand, you know, how, where we've had success mm -hmm. as opposed to just sharing bottles of things. I mean, even good things that don't work the same for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cannabis is not like Tylenol, you know, it's not where, you know, your doctor can say, oh, you're having a headache, you're having a migraine. He knows exactly. Well, take a Tylenol because, right. you know, there's data there to support that. The industry doesn't have that here. And so the more that we can share our personal experiences, the more we just help everyone in this industry, <clears throat> not, to, not to mention the medical community, because they say they'll be able to see X, Y, and Z amount of people or utilize X, Y, and Z product and it's shown to help with insomnia or helping with sleep. And so, you know, that's really what we're on a mission to do is just empower not only the consumer, but the industry with this data that we're collecting. Have you had uh, good success in terms of having support from clinicians and the medical community? Yeah, I mean, that's really been rewarding, refreshing to see. So, because, um, you know, when and here at Maryland, every time, it was it's starting to change a little bit just because Maryland's getting geared up for the recreational market. But, you know, when Maryland first launched their program, it was so heavily focused on uh, the medical aspect of it. And it's starting to get a little loose, which is unfortunate. But I say all that to say that when you go into a dispensary um, here in Maryland, every dispensary has to have a clinical physician on hand, you know, whether that be. Yeah. So whether that be a nurse, doctor or whatever, but they have to have some level of uh, medical knowledge in order to uh, fulfill that role. And so that's been really great here in Maryland for us because, you know, a majority of time when I was walking into these dispensaries here in Maryland or even across the country or various states, one of the things that's always being talked about is a journal. And some of these dispensaries are actually selling these paper bag journals. Yeah, or providing I've them. seen them. Yeah. yeah. 
So exactly. So you've seen them. And so, you know, for one, by using Tetragram, they know that they're going to get a much higher response rate because people, I mean, everything we do is on our phone, right? right. Um, secondly is it cuts down on, you know, I'm an environmentalist too at heart. And so it cuts down on the need for all this paper that is being used. Um, and so it's really been well received by medical professionals because, you know, they want to help patients, but they don't have enough information to really do so. Right. That's a good one, too. You need you guys need to blow that one up a little more. Your environmental um, play. That's a oh, good yeah. for the Gen Z's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got a point there. Um, you know, prior to jumping into uh, this industry and doing what I'm doing, I worked at Constellation Energy. So one of the largest utility manufacturer utility companies in the world, in the country. And I worked in the renewable sector. So I sold electric uh, solar power for years. Um, so all about the uh, Mother Earth for sure. Oh, that's great. That's great to know. So, okay. Now, the big dogs are coming. How is that going to affect, you know? I mean, everyone is quietly, you know, rushing and trying to get in position before the big dogs come because the thought is that if you're not in position, do you have no chance of, right. you know? Yeah, it's... You know, it's unfortunate. I mean, with any industry, you always have your top three, right? You look at the automobile industry, you got Ford, Chevy, and uh, GM, right? And uh, so every industry has this, will have this issue, and cannabis is no different. Um, the thing that is alarming about it is that it's happening at such a rapid rate when this industry is still growing. And you know, it's going to establish this, it's going to make it a lot more challenging when we talk about social equity for people of color um, or women to get involved in the industry because, you know, the amount of capital you're going to need in order to just have a seat at the table is, is constantly rising. I mean, you know, every year it's like, all right, now it's not 1 million you got to have to open a dispensary. Now it's 1.5 and then next year is 1.2, 1.7. And so that's, that's the thing that really is damaging about this consolidation and this rapid growth of these large companies. I mean, big, you know, big cannabis is already here. I mean, make no mistake about it. Um, and so it's, it's, it's scary. It's really scary. And so that's why we need as people who are not only just minorities, but as people who are fighting for that small business owner or that small cultivator that's been growing cannabis for 30 plus years. I mean, you hear it in California, they have nowhere, no leg to stand on now. No, it's really and, sad. Yeah. And those were the ones who, you know, they're the pioneers. Um, and like, I think we talked about previously, it's like, you know, the pioneers of this industry are not the MSOs, unfortunately, they're the kingpins now, which yeah. is it's totally backwards. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, the television production, you know, I won't say, I was almost said a name of something, but it, that's what it feels like, a production of some sort that we've seen that's unfolding in this industry. Yeah. So, all right, so let, let's, you know, before we wind up, give me some idea about what we can expect with the future of Tetragram. Ooh, so, um, is it good news or is it, are you happy was, or is it? It's, it's good news. So right now I'm spending all of my time um, and resources on version two. Um, so uh, version two is really our flagship model. And so with that one, you know, we'll be able to provide so many more features to the customers. So, 
you know, where we talk about like the community side of Tetragram where people are able to exchange information anonymously. You know, that's something we really want to expand dramatically because if you look at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, they're highly restrictive when it comes to people just expressing their cannabis reviews or information. I mean, I'm a tech company and my uh, Instagram account got shut down uh, two weeks ago without notice. Um, my, my Twitter account got shut down probably like a year ago. And so, you know, we're just a tech company talking about uh, the advocated for cannabis, right? So like with version two, we want to take, um, you know, that, that, that platform, uh, that ability that we have where people can share their information anonymously and just allow people to just freely engage with each other on a, on a much more impactful level. So a lot of stuff going on there. Um, a lot of cool automation happening in version two to make it easier to document your uses. So a lot of good stuff coming. Very good, very good. Well, I um, appreciate you spending time with us. Um, I think it's, I mean, I love the product. I love the idea. I love its um, implications for um, different segments of the demographic. And, um, and I think that that's really important and why, I don't know, I would invest if I had money, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not the investor, I'm but I would if I, I'm about to say, give it, I'll, I'll take a dollar at this point, anything you got, all right, just, I know. Just, just, just put it in a donation cup because uh, that's the other thing we're focused on too right now. It's two things for me. It's raising capital and uh, getting version two built and out the door. So, uh, you know, I got my, my, my cup over here. Just throw it in there. <laughs> Well, I will do that. But I mean, know this, that I will definitely be an evangelist for Tetragram because I do think. I appreciate uh, you. Yeah, no, it's real. It's yeah. real. No, I, I greatly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, the industry has been great. And, um, you know, we're just going to continue to push forward. And at the end of the day, it's just all about providing information to the, not just the customer, but the industry so that we can really shape this industry in the right, in the right way. Because I feel like it's, it's getting a little loose. Um, we're getting off the rails of here a little bit and people need to realize like the whole reason so many people are at risk at all, um, including me, put it all on the line is because we believe in the medicine of this product. And uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. Best place to um, follow and get information about Tetragram is where? Yeah, a um, number of ways. So you can always go to our website at the tetragramapp.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the Tetragram app, as well as Facebook. Um, and then when it comes to Twitter, um, it's at Tetragram because we lost that account. So <laughs> we had to switch that one up. Um, and by all means, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So, you know, Otha, O-T-H-A, last name Smith. Um, and please reach out and uh, connect with me that way as well. Cool. So we've been talking with Otha Smith III from a uh, founder of Tetragram. You know where to reach him and I will add this in the show notes as well. Thanks so much for stopping by and chatting with us on me and Mary Jane. No, thank you again. Um, I love what you're doing and uh, always here to be a supporter and evangelist of you as well. <laughs> cool. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us today. Pass the word. 
Share the love. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. Can't wait to talk to you again on the next episode. Thank you.